What up, fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, I went to Boston for Red Sox Yankees. We chat about that as well as Seahawks Rams Thursday night football. We've got Penn State, Iowa, Texas OU. The Knicks are playing preseason basketball. Kyrie Irving's still going crazy. Stephon Gilmore gets traded to the Panthers, and we get to preview all of week five. An absolutely loaded podcast topped off with Eagleson's Dolphins back. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, who's also a major Shut coward, up. Shut up. Abe Shut up. Granoff. Shut up. What is on your mind today? All right, dude. Let's just get this out of the way. The other day, we talked about your hot dog eating competition because you suck at fantasy for BR Gridiron. You do 20 hot dogs in 20 minutes. You posted the video today. What did I set your number at? Six and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. And you flew under. What I was under Shut by one. Up, dude. I was you under ate, by you one. You ate eight pieces of meat, eight glizzies. Yes. Yeah. And zero carbohydrates. I probably have one bun. One bun. Jack, bun. that equ- Jack, that literally equates to four hot dogs. You're calling yourself on the timeline, oh, I'm the glizzy gobbler. Dude, you're the glizzy go bear. <laughs> like that was so pathetic and let's just run through that video you know how you post when you post the people's pick them on snapchat you're like hand up and it's yep. hands down the most awkward cringe thing in the entire world because your lanky ass fingers are just out there that used to make me the most uncomfortable i've ever felt in my life jack when i watch you spread ketchup on hot dogs with your hands and <laughs> lather them up i thought I was going to projectile. That four and a half minute video was not only such fake news because you took your damn old time. You're talking to the camera. You're trying to learn how to burp on your own. And then you don't even eat a singular bun. No, no, one bun, one bun, Jack, one bun for the double, for the double gliz. I had a bun for that. that. I had minimal faith in you. And, and in a shocking turn of events, you managed to fall so short of that faith. That, All right, let's, let's, that let's was clear some, the, that glizzy, whatever you want to call it, that you did for BR Gridiron was equal to how Ben Simmons played in the fourth quarter of the Hawks series. That's cap. No, it's You're not. Just cap. No, it's, it's cap. not. All right, so, so let's just get some things. Let's clear the air here. Number one, the eating in silence doing the challenge is the is the x factor so you're blaming that it, was not accounted you're blaming for. the no uh, home court advantage okay that's one no no not not even the no home court advantage just the fact that like the people recording it right bleacher on the other side they were just keeping a timer and they would let me know you know different minute marks but i'm sitting in a room by myself <laughs> just facing glizzies okay so that's one you know i feel, the like, crowd I feel like we're making coming. a right now we're on the verge of making a jack set hot dog bingo board 
for excuses why you didn't perform. <laughs> Number two. Oh, here we go. There Here's were the letter three I. hours before this podcast where you could have easily gotten 20 hot dogs in your possession. I easily. didn't lose do you know how e- Do you know how easy it is to get hot dogs? Apparently very. Shake Shack has them. Uh, Tasty Burger I've has had, them. I've had Shake Shack uh, blizzies. Okay. So, so I don't understand because for over a year now, you've been telling me I could eat seven in 10 minutes. So where are you? Where are you? You're in front of me with not a damn hot dog in front of your face. So do you I think, just do you, say, all right, I, I get that. I get that. We've been talking about this but, for over but a year. You're but saying, do you think McGregor just takes any fight like against a Joe Schmo? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm or, sorry. Or, or, does he wait for the, or does he wait for the right bag to get in a fight that's worth his time? All I know is it is a stone cold fucking lock that seven hot dogs in 10 minutes with buns is just never going to happen for you. I will say I did knock out seven, like seven meats in 11 minutes. I think I think I could eat in 20 minutes meat alone. No bun. I think I'm getting I think my line is 13 and a half. I'll I'll take out a loan on every (laughs) house I know in America. And and just, just me that under. Pound the under. But but no, we're not gonna do just me because you're saying I didn't eat any carbs. And honestly, the carbs are obviously the toughest part. You gotta dunk them in water, then they're wet. The buns were delicious though. How would you know? What, How would you I'll, know? Because they were actually helping me get through. There's a point of no return where you can't even think about putting another tiny piece of hot dog in your mouth. You're like, mentally weak. I, that's why I would love – I said in the video I would love to see someone beat this score. The glizzy – I would love to. The glizzy Gobert. But what – that like you cannot sit here and tell me that you ate eight hot dogs in 20 minutes. You didn't. You I didn't. Ate, I ate eight hot dogs. I didn't eat eight hot dog sandwiches maybe. Well, a hot dog is not a sandwich, so you can't do that. Well, I that's all I'm saying. You did not eat eight – I will give you – 4.75 hot dogs consumed. Nah, nah. I, you ate I one bun. I don't know what was good with my stomach either. I didn't eat in the morning, so my stomach wasn't opened up. I didn't know any strategies. I'll tell you the point where I was doomed. I ordered the hot dogs on the phone. I, I asked, because I placed them on online, but I wanted to call and make sure that they could do 20 hot dogs. He's like, yeah, no problem. I mean, a hot dog store should have 20 hot dogs. Uh, it was called Tasty Burger. This is no hot dog store. Quite, they were fantastic hot dogs. That was the annoying part. Fantastic hot dogs. But I call. Manager's like, yep, we can do it. I walk in, and there's people in front of me in line. There's nothing on the pickup order. And I get to the front, and I look up. And the guy goes, 20 hot dogs? And I'm like, yeah, How, how'd you know that? He's <laughs> like, you look like you're about to go through something. You look depressed. I was like, you're right, I am. And I didn't throw up, and I didn't want to throw up because I didn't want to ruin like three days of my life throwing oh up hot dogs. Oh my god! So I'm proud. You of that. are crying. I'm proud of that. You're and proud. You know of, what? You you when that bag the, comes along, you can look at that performance and say you're proud of it. Very proud. Because I know, because everything I've stood for over the last year, which is calling you a liar and a failure when it comes to this challenge, was confirmed in those 20 minutes. That you would have no 
shot. At 20 this. minutes with buns. How many am I eating? With, with buns, buns. With buns. Absolute max is eight. Absolute max. Like, like not even a question. And think about how hard it was, Jack. How hard, looking back on your time yesterday and recording that video or two days ago, whatever it was, think about the amount that you ate and if you would have said, let's add seven buns. That is point. exactly, point. Jack. So eight is kind of impressive, I would say. No, what do you mean? You said you could do seven in ten minutes. So, so That might have been is... a little ambitious. Oh, now we're ambitious. But now that we're... doesn't take away from the fact that your performance was absolutely despicable. All right. So but let's get some consistency on this podcast and let's see you attempt it. But you got to make it worth my worth... while. Okay. All right. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not just a little pawn me out to any other boxer to fight, Jack. <laughs> this is Glizzy Granoff. I don't know if you're Glizzy Granoff. I think you're Cap right now. You're a lot you of talk. Gl- you might be Wash McGregor. You want to be Glizzy Gobert or Glizzy Garoppolo? You can have your pick of the choosing. I'm done. I'm done with the Glizzies, and I didn't have one at the game last night, but I would have. So I wasn't. Would have scar- if what? Uh, if the lines weren't long. <laughs> That's all. That's fair. I'll give you that. Thursday night football. Seahawks Rams. First Great good game. game. Great game. Oh, I didn't even put on this list. Let's go through this quickly because this is going to be potentially a long pod. I didn't even write down college football this weekend. I mean, we got a weekend for ourselves. But first, but first, let's pay our respects. Seahawks coming off a win. Russ carries the Seahawks last week. Rams. MVP. MVP. <laughs> Rams coming off a big loss to the Cardinals. They did not look very good. Thoughts on this game? Where is it? It's in, I think it's in Los Angeles, if I'm not mistaken. But let me just. That would make me think that the Rams play literally every game at home. That's what, that's why I'm like, there's no, okay. It's in Seattle. It's in Seattle. Seattle's plus two and a half. Congratulations to the Seahawks on winning the football game. A thousand percent. (laughs) A thousand percent. The Seahawks are going to win this game. The Rams who look, if the Rams, and if the Rams have won last week, I would have, I would take all the money that I'm going to win from you going under on hot dogs and place it on the on the two and two Seahawks against the undefeated Rams. Now there's some they could bounce back, but this, this is, is Rams versus Bucks a few weeks ago all over. Again. Exactly. And it's, it's the it's, team it's that literally... won the NFC two weeks ago is now going to be three and two and two games back in the division. It's sometimes sports are so easy. Very easy. Last night. They, they literally tell you who is going to win the game and this is the perfect example of that jack and i have made a lot of money sports gambling for you guys over the last two plus years jesus two plus years what are we doing jack Um, and you still haven't done the hot dog challenge that's how long it's been because you're a coward give me a you're the carson wentz of podcasting watch your fucking fucking mouth You think you can do all these things, but you know what? You can't. So why don't you prove me wrong? That's all I'm going to say. I think I'm more of the... I I was going to say... I don't don't know if the Seahawks are going to win, actually. They're like... This is a nightmare matchup for them. The Rams with John Wolford beat them and just destroyed Russ and that O-line. 
The Rams are really talented. I think they might have just had a bad game on Sunday, and the Cardinals are really good too. Cardinals are going to the Super Bowl if the, they win this week. The I got to wait till a quarter of the way through the right, season right, to right. proclaim that. Uh, no, the Seahawks are going to win this game, and honestly, handily. It's I don't I don't think it'll be handily. I think I am having a tough time picking the winner because this feels like a Russ primetime game, and what I mean by that is just like absolute madness like insanity on twitter ridiculous everywhere like they're wearing does this change your mind at all they're, they're wearing, wearing the neon the bright neon green jerseys that's like, when i saw gonna be crazier tyler Lockett when i saw what the chart when i saw what the chargers wore on monday night that's when i knew they were gonna win that game first off i handicapped that game to perfection to perfect i've been right about so much shit this year Something's going to go bad. Yeah, yeah, soon. something's going to go hard. The Cardinals might miss the playoffs. <laughs> All right, speaking of playoff, ooh, baby, this is a big one. Penn State visits the Iowa Hawkeyes, three versus four. You're telling me the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Penn State Nittany Lions are the third and fourth best team in the country. Say that out loud for me. And, and I can't. <laughs> <a straight face. laughs> it makes no sense. Bro, you know what I had the thought of? Like, this won't happen because of how good Georgia and Alabama are. But, like, if Penn State were to win on Saturday and, like, move up in the rankings two spots to number two, just seeing them grouped with an Alabama or a Georgia at the top is just And the the best part is, no matter who wins the game, this game's not going to be a blowout. The two teams are not built to blow out. Jack, this game's going to be, like, 12 to 8. That's what I'm saying. And because of that... People are going to declare that, well, they lost a tough game, whether for you on the road or for them by a field goal, and they'll move the other team down like three spots and be like, you know what? They're still really good when it's just because they're the prime example of being above average football teams. Thank you. You just call us above average? Above average. I don't even Um, know. You guys are not very good. The defense is legit. I'll give you that. But it's legit against Big Ten offenses and Bo Nix, which is really not saying much. So, I mean, yeah, the offense has been better, right? The weapon, Jahan Dotson is a magnet for the end zone. The running backs are great. Can Clifford throw the ball? I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know if their guys can. The good news is this is a 4 o'clock game. That is, You know what I mean? So we're not going to have the Iowa wave at halftime. You'll have Um, it going into the fourth quarter, and it'll be like 6.30 at night. But it'll be a sunset. Like, it's not as, you know. I think you might get the job done. I don't, you know, I don't think. um, The only reason I think we're going to win this game is because it's being played at 4 p.m. Now, in in the grand scheme of things, this game on Sunday or Saturday really doesn't mean that much. Um, I was still in the Big Ten West. We're in the Big Ten East. Like, if we want to get to where we want to go, as usual, it's going to come down to Columbus or against Michigan or Michigan State. We can lose this game, somehow beat Ohio State, and maybe be a one-loss Big Ten champion that can find their way in. Because that normally is, that the, normally goes well for you guys. Oh yeah, really. <laughs> um, if you look around the Big Ten, the Big Ten's got some teams this year. No, they don't. I. Th- Ohio is State. that is the worst they've been in five years. Sure. I'm talking about do they have numbers next to oh, uh, Ohio State, yep. Penn State, yep. Iowa, mm-hmm. Michigan. Mm-hmm. Michigan State's a top 12 team or something out of nowhere. What? Michigan State's right yeah. top 12? No shot. 
I think there are eleven, dude. What? And we have to oh, to go. So you two. guys, you you guys are in danger of your annual uh, New Year's Six bowl. I mean, if talk. we don't go to the playoff, I hope we don't make a New Year's <laughs> Six. Why would you want to do that? But you got Michigan. You got Penn State at four, Ohio State at seven, Michigan at nine, Michigan State at eleven, Texas at twenty-one. Um, listen, man, there's a lot of teams at the top. Is the there tech. any technical analysis you can give me on the game, or your takeaway is 4 p.m. good good time for Penn State? 4 p.m. good time for Penn or bad time for Iowa, should I say? Um, listen, man, this game, you know, here you go, Jack. Prime example, a one example. This game's going to be one in the trenches. <laughs> that is. Iowa always has a stout offensive line. The Penn State defensive line are animals, you know. Who's going to who's going to get their shoulders lower? You know what I mean? Oh, you got to be, be first such the a ball. bad game. Like everyone already knows the first 3 quarters are going to be painful to watch. Yeah, that's why I probably won't watch yeah. it. You're going to watch it. Uh, I heard you whisper Texas earlier. So if you want to talk about college game day, the feature game of Saturday, we can. Oh, you got a college game day this late in the season already? I'm not understanding. We already had it against Auburn. Oh, Bo Nix brings brings the game day crew to town. Well, I'll be in Dallas for the game. And apparently, Casey Thompson, CT11, as the kids are calling him, how did he play last weekend? He played pretty average. And by, you know, average for him means 34 on the road, beat a team that is, you know, consistently defeated Texas. So not impressive, but, um, you know, he got the job done and we got to get the job done. Apparently the metrics are saying he can't throw outside the numbers or downfield. Tell me if you've heard that. What's if you, you heard? You, those you, are my guys. You love these types. The of way I look at it is upside. So he can like he scores on every drive. So imagine if he connects on a deep ball. Exciting. Texas OU, though, from my cousin, who's as delusional as you are about most Philly things. We are apparently allegedly in a position to set the future of Texas football for the next decade, depending on the performance of Saturday. They're putting that amount of pressure on the game. They have please. They have every top. 100 recruit that has like an they have an offer out to from the number three kid in the country all the way to whatever coming to the game and every single one of the recruits you know these nerds read the message boards all day long it's like if texas can win this game and beat oklahoma state in two weeks at home then it's like texas is actually back all of these players are going on yeah. saturday yeah to oh Red it's River. gonna be a disaster Absolute, you guys are absolute, absolute disaster. We will not be able to score. Like, how does this ever work out, especially for a school like Texas? It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't. So before you found that out, you were all over the horns. Oh, line. yeah, yeah. For for weeks now. I, I will say this. Rattler stinks. He's horrible. And he's an egomaniac, too. So no one even cares that he stinks. Zoom fans boo him. My biggest worry in the game is, we get up big, and then they bring in the back. Uh, I don't think you have to. Win. I don't know. So there, I don't know. Tulane almost beat them. We're nice as man. Let's figure. Let's figure out how you guys lose the, these recruits. Is it via getting 
blown out of the water? Or is it shooting yourselves in the foot and a heartbreak mm. like you guys had? Was it an overtime last year? Yeah. I, I With the fumbles? I, What's more Texas? It, it's different, with, with, though. With all we these... have Sark. We have an actual coach this year. Alcoholic. Got yeah. it. I think realistically, the way we lose the recruits is when they come back to commit, and then we like lose by three touchdowns to Oklahoma State at home as like the number twelve team in the country. That's remember what I said. You guys go to Baylor. <laughs> I am hammering the Bears. No, we're gonna win day. out and go to the playoff because Casey Thompson's a goat. I'm very excited for the game, but that's not even my best team that I have. Here we go. Here we go. How can we make this work? How can we make a wager with Texas's ranking at the end of the year versus the amount of glizzies I can eat in 20 minutes? I don't know. But Emma, do I get plus four if you think you're going to make the playoff and lose in the first? Plus four. I mean, what happens if we finish 22nd, which is way more probable? You're going to have to eat 26 hot dogs in 20 minutes? That wouldn't be a very good wager for you. You might you might want to rethink that strategy. There's a lot of moving pieces there. Anyways, I need a I need a glizzy to to Longhorn correlated yeah, bet. Yeah. We'll work on it. Um, the Knicks, man, the NBA season is in two weeks. What, how the fuck nah, did we start a, that with it's the all, Knicks? It's on the list that, that I created for this episode. Oh yeah, I didn't get a, a hand no, on this no, list no. today. That's never how it works. Uh, NBA season two weeks away. We'll have our NBA preview in the next two weeks, of course. But the Knicks played a preseason game last night. I was at the Red Sox game, so I just caught the highlights. Kemba Walker hitting fucking step back threes. What is that? I've never seen that from a point guard on the Knicks. Evan, Forne- Evan Fournier just pouring in buckets from the corner. Wop. Wet. RJ. Wet. Randall. Yeah, did Tibbs play him 30 minutes in a 21-point preseason? <laughs> sure, sure. But you know what? How else? You got to get yeah, his legs you, under You got to help him find his legs. Taj Gibson starts. I think he scored 14 points. Not only are the Knicks the deepest team in the league, but they are – they – Abe, all right. Let me let me break this down for you. Let's go, right, let's go right. back. Let's go back. Let's you want to start, start with on the, the bench? That's fine. That ain't no problem. That's how you have to determine. That's how you have to determine depth, okay. right? What do? You, okay, go. go. All right. Off the bench, Derrick Rose, who was spectacular last year. Some some would say six man of the year if he was in New York the entire time. Candidate for six man of the year. Okay, I'll give you right. that next. Nerlens Noel, what? <laughs> one of, if not one the of the best defensive centers in the league last year at the rim. Just incredible Jack, efforts from him. Incredible. Jack, what is the what is the talk to you me didn't about watch? The he was between, a rim stuffer. No, no, I get that. I get that. I get that. Talk to me about the difference between or the similarities between centers in the yeah. NBA and running backs in the NFL. I want a guy who protects the rim, and I want a guy who scores touchdowns. And I just want a guy to do that job. But do you want but to they, pay yeah, that, that, that You're, you're obsessed with the pay of him. But just, be, Nick, Nick just because money? we have Mitch on a rookie deal and we get incredible value for our starting center does not – You get a lot of value for a guy that played – Oh, oh are we talking about last year when we were the four seed or are we talking about this year's depth? 
Which choose one, pick one. Nerlens Noel at Both the rim. Obi Toppin, this is his year, man. He's going to be very average, Same. which would be it, that would be <laughs> the only way would, is yes, up. The only the way only is way up. Is he up. made a crossover hezzy spin finishing amazing. Uh, you've, he, he made, made it. it. He made it. Burks, nice. you know Burks. You know fourth quarter Burks. Look, will he go two for twelve and in seven games? Yes, but he'll have seven games where he pours in twelve in the fourth, and he'll win you a couple games. Burks off the bench with Rose. You got a nice scoring duo there. Emmanuel, quickly, you know the deal on him. A young Dame Lillard type. How many guards are coming? Those off the three, bench? and we've got. I think we have others. It's too much depth. You know, sometimes I lose. Now, track. now, tell me, tell me about the players that have never played in the NBA before. What do you mean, Rose? Like that former the MVP, rookie? Derek Rose, or something? No, like the oh no, that Miles McBride and Dotson. They won't even get minutes. That's how deep we are. Two first round picks won't uh, see the floor, gotcha. right? Like the Pistons, they're playing their first round pick. We're not playing either of ours. Oh, so now you're putting your team in the conversation. With no, the no, Pistons. it's just like how you know what's do, beautiful. Do, do the Bucks you know play their rookies? About... Do the Nets play their rookies? No. So when I said so last year when you were saying Tyrese Maxey can't even get tech yeah. on this squad. Nah, I don't know. I don't you get know. to a certain level. You're rookie. But, but, so we're talking about the Knicks' depth mm-hmm. and their bench. And that's no. going to be it. That's no. going to propel them. No, 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 no. That's going to help them. That's going to help them. So wh- where is the Knicks' final destination this year? The conference finals? The conference. Well, regular oh. season. Regular what season. What seed are we? It depends. You know, injuries and, and steps, of course. But. Steps, uh, classic steps, steps. Right. but in a normal season, uh, I see like top three seed pretty easily, no questions asked. Oh. I don't, you say Jesus Christ, they were the four seed last year and they got better. So hypothetically, you would move up in the rankings. Right, 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 right. And the Sixers and... got worse, so they'll move back. Kyrie Irving is a flat Earth, no, no Vax guy. They'll move down. The Bucks, they're a good, they're a good basketball so, team, but we did have the so Bucks you, number so last ca- year. So you're you're talking coward this, coward that. You've all you've talked about was that you're going to be better than the Sixers this year, but you're waiting for Ben Simmons to be dealt or not be. Yeah, dealt I need to, to see your final trade. roster. That's if all. You want to? No, I don't think it's being a coward. It's more intelligent. I would some would say. Look, if the well, you Why? wouldn't you wouldn't have have bet me pre free agency on the Knicks, right? Like you got to see what the roster looks like. That's all. <laughs> but but then we got Kemba. Yes, we got an all-star point that... guard who's being backed up by an MVP point guard who's being backed up by a young Damian Lillard. Like it doesn't get better than that. The point guards, but meanwhile, your point guard Bro, Kemba's, knee, Kemba's, Kemba's knees, Kemba's knees, Kemba's like ball of hot dog bombs. This this is fake news. Kemba's knees. Kemba had a bad stretch. He's healthy. I've talked to him. He's ready to be in New York. New York City loves him. That's a, that's an all star. I'm very. How many all stars will the Knicks I'm have? I'm very this excited. Year. None. None. Okay. None. How many do you think they'll have? No, Tell no, me three. No, no, no. Tell me three. I think we'll get two. <laughs> Kemba Julius Quickly. or RJ? Like it doesn't really matter. It's just it. it <laughs> yeah. It. Forty A. I mean, you saw Fournier in the Olympics, but it's it's so warming to me how the bench is such a big piece of what the Knicks are going to do this year. 
and yet you have Julius Randle playing 30 minutes a game. Yeah, Tibbs is showing him he's only playing 30 a game. That's he was maxing out. We're going to kill everyone. We're going to be so good. It's actually disgusting what's going to happen in New York City. When you when you bet me about the Sixers versus the Knicks, bet. heads up, I'll yeah. eat the hot dogs. Bitch. I don't even want to talk about Kyrie, that beta in Brooklyn. Stefan Gilmore gets traded for Ace. <laughs> they got to no, no, no. Speaking of trade, can, can they just trade him? Like, at some point, the, the Nets organization. It's kind of embarrassing. I'm going to go as far to say they're the biggest Ooh, bitch in that's sports. That's tight. As a tough you, and tight. I don't really know what I was going to I said twice. Like at like whoever's in charge of that team, well, it's obviously <laughs> Kevin Durant. But whoever is in yeah. the suits upstairs literally has a collar around their neck with Kevin Durant walking them. At some point, they have to step in and do something about this fucking numbnut Kyrie. I I told you, I think he's gonna get the relief. Now, listen, I understand Kyrie and Joel would be a great pairing, and Ben Simmons would probably open up the floor for Harden and Durant, but that's neither here nor there. This is a problem of showing up to work, and Kyrie is not doing it. He's going to be a part-time that's NBA like, player. Once again, he's, yeah, the dream. he's the dream. just so the dream. smart for that. He's work from home. He's literally we work have... from home. No, he can't work from home. <laughs> He literally cannot work from home. But now I'm seeing like LA might do a, a vaccine mandate type thing. So if there's unvax, LeBron, imagine, imagine the league turned on its head because someone found out. I know Bron just yeah. announced he was vaxxed, but imagine he like wasn't. And then LA announced that rule. ESPN would literally yep, the whole business, collapse. the business model. If they had, if they had that, if they had that story to deal with, Windhorse would be foaming well, at he would the just mouth, need a new convulsing, job. While, while Dave McMenamin is trying to bring <laughs> him back to life. But this Kyrie thing is just getting so out of control, where at some point, somebody in that organization, it's kind of like the Dolphins, when the Dolphins played for the tie a few weeks. There's got to be someone upstairs with a set of nuts that can just stick their foot in and say to this team, to this guy, to anything, what are you doing? And they are won't you even talking about the Vax anymore? With Kyrie? No, because like I, I it's not just right. This isn't. The... I'm right. saying they have to do something. They have to, if they, whether it's saying you have to get Vax or we, you cannot be a part time. Like we're gonna trade you. Like he is just not working by choice. It's impressive. Which is wild. <laughs> All credit to him, what, what do you what do you, what do you think what do you think they should do versus what do you think is gonna happen i i really think he's gonna get a re- religious exemption like if i had to bet money i would bet on that um what do i think the net should do they gotta ride it out there's a, you're not there's nothing to do he's the championship piece like you have to what no they can't they can win a championship without him no they can't yes, they can why not? Because they can't. <laughs> they literally lost yes, the box. Without Harden. No, Harden played. 
Harden played. No. No. KD. Yes, he did. Not in game seven. Yes, he did. No, he did not. Yes, he did. No, he did it. It was just on a hamstring. He wasn't full health. Yeah, exactly. But they could easily win without him. And it's like Kyrie commit. Like, is Kyrie saying I'll retire if I get traded cap of the no. year? No, no. I wouldn't I give him cap of the year. I, he doesn't I, care. I don't know with him, but. Once again, once again, a lot of respect like- for him, but also like, what are you doing? It's one of those things. Yeah, man. Let's talk MLB playoffs real quick. Then Whatever. we'll take a break. Shout out TickPick. Get in the app. Use code Jack. No service fees on tickets. Uh, I went to the game. Red Sox, Yankees. And you rooted for the Yankees. Uh, I wagered on the Yankees. I was. No, you no. Bitch. No, no. I was, you I was rooting. You were texting me calling it Bronx. <laughs> it actually was. It was crazy how many Yankees fans there were there. It was also crazy because I know that you said it was like 70, 30 Red Sox fans. Jack, on TV, that crowd was electric. Like they and made, it wasn't. They made it seem I, like I'll that, say but. that. It real. It was It was rowdy, but it was not like I – and I felt the same way about – You need, you yeah. need rally towels. How do you not have red like rally towels against the Yankees? That's the biggest botch of all time. Botch. Um, botch. How about home field advantage? Like if that game's played in Yankee Stadium – the, the Yankees are winning that game because of the Green Monster. The Green Monster was the Red Sox best player last night. It was bizarre. I mean, let's talk about Stanton <laughs> pipping a single. I'll be honest, Jack. I have no idea how yeah, that ball launched. didn't leave the park. When you were when you were watching on television, that shit with the launch angle, with how hard he swung, with the sound off the bat, granted it helped that he pimped the shit out of it. That looked he, like it was landing. He literally hit one over the wall stadium. last week. That looked like it was going to land in Gillette. And then, Mr. Third Base Coach. Awful. I mean, they were talking about it on TV. Like, you had... They were giving a lot of credit the following inning to the Red Sox third base coach because he sent... But if you watch it, he no, no, no. I watched him in real. He said, he, "Held, then he, he go, then held like again, then said him again." Dude, he he, freak, he he freaked out. He did, literally didn't do anything. Correct. The runner did everything on that play, but it came down to the left field short fence versus the right field. Much more room to work with, and Judge beats out an infield single the play before that and thinks he's <laughs> freaking Juan Pierre from the two thousand and three Marlins. Or something. I will say, I'll um, say this because obviously but, I was rooting for the Yankees as is my October tradition, I'm financially involved for the Yankees. So this was the play of the game. And when did you stop uh, betting on the Yankees last night? No, no, I didn't bet them in the ninth, which is ironically when they scored, I bet them going into the eighth plus 1650 one more time. But when, when you see the picture in the play, right? Like judge isn't in the frame when the catcher gets the ball. I will say, it was not even the cleanest relay I've ever seen, but like every, it was executed to absolute perfection to the point where the throw, Perfect. like I actually think if the throws to the wrong side of the catcher, I actually do think it's way closer than people think, but an awful decision given the circumstances you're down two runs. So it doesn't even make sense. Exactly. And- exactly. If you're, 
if you're the Red Sox, you're much yeah. more willing to take that decision right. because you're holding a lead at home. When you're the Yankees, three one, and you're down. What was it at the time? Three nothing, three one at the time. You won and, second, yeah, and, and third, this was the thing <laughs> with the coldest hitter. In this baseball is the thing. Joey the Gallo Yankees they weren't really getting many hits, but the problem was they couldn't get started all night. And this was like you get Judge who beats out a single, you get Stanton who hits a, a clear double, and you get Gallo. He doesn't even need a hit, right? Like he could still hit a pop up. And they still score that run from Judge. It made no sense. It was an absolute panic, and it cost them the game. I, the second that happened, everyone was like, "All right, that's game." The MLB, the MLB mm, sticky rule cost the Yankees that game. Garrett Cole, playoff Garrett Cole. All I hear. No, Garrett how about Cole Garrett Cole this, coming Garrett out in Cole the middle that. of the season saying, "I don't get paid to pitch these games in June." Well, when do you get paid to pitch? Because it ain't October, my guy. Two innings. What were they saying on TV, by the way, and when Boone pulled him? They had to. He was getting his his stuff was all over the place. He couldn't hit his 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 uh, spots. Like he looked like shit. And Evaldi cooking was nasty. He was. I don't. You couldn't hear it probably in the stadium, but he was throwing the ball, and every single time, Jack, it sounded like Serena <laughs> Williams was hitting a forehand. He was just go. Every single time, paint the corner. Like, I honestly thought the Alex Cora was saved by the Yankees' third base coach. They pull. You didn't Nathan think they should have after him. five and a third. Not even. I thought he Judge got and beat out an infield single. Like he wasn't getting rocked that hard. I thought it was fine to let him finish the inning. Yeah. Granted, it's the third time through the lineup, him. but the. Exactly, and then the reliever comes in and gets bailed out by the third by the third base coach sending Judge when Stanton hits it off the wall again. Like I texted you right away, I was like, "That was a quick trigger for Evaldi." The way that he was pitching, it's not like it was he was started walking people. Like he didn't yeah. walk people all night, and that's how that's how the Yankees beat you if you walk them. He didn't walk anyone all night, and then he there's one infield single that Judge beats out. It's like that was quick to me, but I mean. It worked out in the long run. I came away from the game looking at a Yankees. Oh, wait. The best part about the Yankees third base coach, they showed him on TV afterwards. He had the classic, <laughs> what, that was my fault, look on his face. The, like, just, just run with My him. takeaway from the game, and Stanton was great. Judge was okay. And Rizzo obviously hit the home run. Those, those are the first three hitters. They actually came to play. The other six guys, you and Cole, too. And the relievers were awful. Like, you play 162 games. You spend nine months, essentially, playing baseball. Seven, I don't know how long. A very long time. 162 games. It, way too long. Too it long. comes down too to long. game 162. You get into the playoffs. And then you have three hours. And you put up the most spineless, pathetic, embarrassing performance. Like, that was... It was an awful baseball game because the Yankees seemed like they didn't give a shit. They did not give a damn. They knew their season was ending. They didn't fight for one thing. Like, judges running out first was like, oh, maybe I can make this. Not like this is the play. Gardner with his half swings. He's retiring. He left the jersey on because he knows his ass is going. It was embarrassing. I was, like, genuinely embarrassed for all Yankees fans because 
Yankees, I'm telling you, it was packed with Yankee fans. Like, let's go Yankee chants throughout the game. That makes I, sense, though. Yankees which are is, like but I'm fans, saying, so they just pop then up your everywhere. team puts out that performance. I would feel bad, like as a Yankees fan. It, it was a, it was a low point on an already low last ten years, twelve years for for the Yankees. Yeah, bye bye Aaron Boone. About and two years too. too late, probably. I was telling you they need, Cashman will stay, but I was telling you years ago they need to get rid of Boone. He's just awful. Like they think that. The Yankees are are the, far the and Knicks beyond are the better most than everyone else, and they're just pro not. Sports they're... team in New York, and it's absolutely disturbing to think about that. I think Eagles. I, they are. I think they, the they went to the conference finals, but but they're Long Island. You're that's and you're an Islanders fan, right? That's different. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. After the break, Week Five NFL and Eagleson gets to chat. Maybe we'll ask him about football. Maybe we won't. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, fam. We are back. The People's Pick'em. When was our last People's Pick'em? What did we do it for? We became rich. We won our last one. Bengals Jacks. But we And did we do one for Monday, though? Mm-mm. No. We're on, we're on a win streak. Ooh! And the wonderful people at Underdog Fantasy put up are stepping up their shit stepping up their shit put sunday lines and you know what that's better because it gives you guys three days to listen to the podcast it gives you it gives us time to take advantage of bad lines so you listen to it now these are gonna move that's how these things work these are gonna move so get these in quick but it'll give us some really good lines mine can mine can move the opposite direction like i'm taking two unders it could go higher and i'll still be fine that's how confident I am at my two picks right. today. You're right. I'll start us off. I am betting on the unders. No, no, no. Of it's the game of skill. You're picking. I am picking on the unders of two. And this is a very simple strategy. Sometimes it's right in front of your face, Jack. You always say good teams beat bad teams. Well, good quarterbacks do good quarterback things. And bad quarterbacks do bad quarterback things. Ben Roethlisberger and Daniel Jones are both bad quarterbacks. You got Ben under 245 and a half yards against Denver. A good secondary, a good defense, a defense that's going to get did, after Ben. They and, did let – I don't – I was at the Fox World game, so I, I forget who they played last week, but their quarterback against Denver threw for the fourth most yards last week. So 
Well, you were talking about a guy who has thrown the most air yards in the NFL yes, this year. True. Sometimes good offense beats great that's defense. True. Okay. Yeah, and Ben's that. not an air yards guy, so you're right. All right. Ben takes the most steps to ever run two yards I've ever seen in my life. And once they get pressure on him, those two-yard slants to Juju Smith-Schuster, he can throw them all day. He's not going to hit 245 and a half yards. The same goes for Danny Dimes against the Cowboys. 285 and a half. You're telling me this guy's going to throw for 300 well, yards? Well, total yards. After... This guy's faster than Lamar Jackson, Abe. Don't forget it. Didn't know that. <laughs> I feel... That's why you read... That's why you read the terms and conditions, kiddos. Regardless. Yeah, I feel like you're still all over that. It's still Danny Dimes close to 300 off yards. Off a huge like a great, game. Off a Player huge of the week, game. literally. Like, if you can somehow, if Underdog can add, like, can I add in Daniel Dimes, Daniel Jones to fumble this week? Like, that's what's going to happen. Re- He's been pretty damn good this year. Shoot, dude. I, he has. You dead. know he has, though. Yes, no, he, he had. You watch yeah. that. You watch that Washington game on. He Thursday was excellent. Football? Excellent. It's all relative. Abe, he's been good. A relative, an excellent game for Daniel Jones is 230 yards, one touchdown, and not turning the ball over. And if that happens, look, we I, yeah, I love fading Danny Dimes off a massive week, his best week ever. So I'm with it. I mean, can I get a? Li- I know this isn't the the my two selections, but. Who calls the Jets and the Giants winning the same week? I mean, can I get a little bit of props? That's that's pretty insane. Congrats, Jack. Um, my two selections. Look, this isn't anti-Abe. It's just I see value. Jalen Hurts under 300 total yards. Panthers, Gilmore's not playing. Don't get it twisted. Do we even talk about Gilmore? For a little, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, the Patriots are self-imploding and... Sixth round pick, dope. Anyways, the pa- well, he can't play till week seven. I yeah, think. the Panthers have a have a good defense, not number one unit like they did three weeks ago. But Hertz has been putting up a lot of yards, like in losses, in wins. Well, you only won one game. In losses, more consistently, losses, a lot of losses, really, from from this Philly team over the past few years, really, a lot. Like, I mean, I'm talking like lot of land the fucking plane dude (laughs) anyways 300 yards i think it's time to regress i could see a slow i mean you got two runners two running backs at quarterback between darnold Mm -hmm. darnold jackson and and jalen hurts so that of course it is total yards now but i just see a slow grinded out game under i could see this being the game where hurts finally throws for like 200 yards and this is like his down passing week that 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 carolina d can get after it Listen, you're right. Carolina is as cute as they come right now. Like they'll be ugly very soon, and we'll and we'll all see that. Uh, it helps that the Eagles' offensive line is decimated. They did put up a lot of points last week, albeit against the Chiefs' defense. But so, do you like the selection? I or think no? obviously hate it, but I don't really okay. have a choice because it's your pick. The only way I. With the offensive line being as decimated as it is, Hertz has been all over the field moving yeah. around. If he finds one area of space and busts a forty-five yard run, you Still could be a in lot trouble. of yards. For the, amount of, for the amount that he runs already as is, it's like one of those. If he busts one long one, but this that but this trouble. pick is on a, a low passing total. So, yeah, and this is 
that's going to be a losing bet. It's so it's a winner and it's a losing selection. Thanks. It's a game of skill. Don't forget it. My other selection is I'm staying with the Giants, the Fade Giants train. Saquon under 85 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Saquon scored twice. He got them the win. He had the 50 yard touchdown catch. Listen, this line was like 65 over the past three weeks. Nothing has changed. Jason Garrett, like, did it. Everyone knows what Saquon Barkley is. He's a special talent. Get him the ball, get him space. But now you think Jason Garrett's going to be like, oh, he did that last week. We should line him up more at wide receiver. No, like they're going to do the same thing. Jason yeah, Garrett, he's going to get 14 carries, three screen passes. And you know what? If he takes another one for 50, so be it. I lose. But he's now played in four games this year. Two of his in two of the four games, he had the 50 yard run against Washington. He had the 50 yard catch against Atlanta. He's an explosive player. But if he doesn't have that explosive play, he's nowhere near. Like, he's not having 20 carries for 100 yards. It's just not going to That's why I hate this bet. I hate but this Saquon ha- line because he has he – ha- first off, you're talking to a guy who thinks Saquon Barkley is the best running back in football, and I, I firmly stand by that. Because he hasn't had that holy shit Saquon He has. He had year, it last week. That yes, wasn't like a was. holy shit. I'm talking he- like some crazy like, – Week one when he did but it. But it's going to happen once or twice. This like isn't the, the week. Run. This isn't the week. This isn't that the Cowboys week. defense. Right, I mean, Cowboys are for real. Cowboys are not. All right, week five preview. We'll start Panthers-Eagles. A lot of yeah, unders. We'll, Jeez. Yeah, right? <laughs> we'll start Panthers-Eagles. Are you guys better be one and four? Maybe. Like, how can I sit here confidently and say we're going to win on Sunday? I can't. You guys are a bad football team. Yep. And your quarterback might be bad too. No. Coach, Coach is, is definitely bad. bad. Team is bad. O line's death. I mean, remember preseason when I was like, the O line is questionable. You're like, no, we're going to be good. And I was like, don't you get injured? When they <laughs> when were healthy. A massive stipulation. They were That's like fired. saying when. In the Falcons like when Kyrie's game, they were fire. It's just never going to be the case. It's just never going to be the case. But maybe. But there's but, the there's a sliver of hope. Yeah, you guys think the Panthers um, are obviously massively overrated, like hilariously overrated. That's why I think we could. I mean, we could easily win this game. Old so Eagles I, who were good. You guys stink. Like you. I know this is crazy to think about, but. We were in the game in the fourth quarter. You were never in that football game. You were. Like, Depends how you look at it. If you watch the box score, you were in it. From us. If you watch the game, right, that's like what I I'm did, saying. there was no. there was not a moment where it was like, oh, the Eagles could could win. No, there was no chance. It, but in the box, like you score. said, you look at the schedule every year. You say ten and six NFC East champions. You're now officially at the point. Where teams look at you and say, "Oh, we we play the Eagles, we get to play the Eagles." No, seriously, it's a tough, it's <laughs> it's know, a tough dude. change because for I've never seriously I've, I've for a decade, never right, had no, that in my life. For for ten plus years, it was like, "Oh, the Eagles are coming." No matter how bad, it's like the Steelers. Same thing. No matter how bad the Steelers are, you still like fear them. Now with Ben, it's like you you covet that opportunity to play. You're right, but in the same breath, 
history repeats itself, sure. right? There, there was a Colts team a few years back that started one and five, and ended up having. Wait, you're a talking home yourself into game. a home playoff game, not just trying to beat the Panthers. Yeah, start. Who was somewhere. the quarterback of that one and five team? Was it luck? Was it Manning? Was it Hall of Famer? It was a few years ago. Rivers was only last year. It was okay. It was luck, or it was yeah, whatever. They did it. Why can't we? They don't have Jordan (laughs) Jalen Hurts. (laughs) Browns Chargers. This is an interesting one because. People are super high on the Chargers right now, and Herbert looks spectacular. Sorry, Eagleson. Oh, Packers signing Jalen Smith. Interesting. How many quarterbacks can you put on the Cleveland Browns this year that would catapult them to Super How Bowl favorites? How many quarterbacks on what? Quarterbacks. Could you replace Baker with in the NFL? Cut, like that would Kirk catapult Cousins, the Browns to lock. like. And he just scored, and he only <laughs> scored seven against them. Like, you give Kirk Cousins the Browns team. I I would think they're AFC, they're top three AFC favorite. It's just like Baker no, he is stinks. no no, no, no. good no like I'm, like last year he was so accurate with the football he finally corrected all the mistakes and then this he year stinks. it's kind of like and they just have the perfect recipe for a great football team and I'm not as out on Baker as you no, are I'm out um, I'm I, in you're in you're in on Baker so they can <laughs> sign him. Um, I think the Browns win this. This one. we are approaching Blake Bortles' 2018 Jaguars territory here. So they're going to the AFC champ. They're that good. They are absolutely that good. To your point, how many quarterbacks can you throw on that team and they win a Super Bowl? More than a handful, which is a scary amount. They're that good, but. Could you put Jimmy Garoppolo on that team and have him win a Super Get Bowl? Get there. Similar. Could you put Jared Goff on no, that team? No, no, no. Ah, get there. Nah. The problem is is the question mark of the Could you put Teddy yeah, Bridgewater on that team? Teddy's horrible. You could put you could probably put the current status of Sam Darnold on that team and get this. I was just saying, could you put Sam Darnold on playing, that team? Yes. Could you put a healthy Ryan nah, Fitzpatrick? Fitzpatrick on that has team? always been the most overrated quarterback. He's I agree. Could you put Jacoby Brissett? Kirk Kirk's probably put... my cutoff. Kirk is Kirk's probably the you still have to be a good quarterback or Kirk yeah. and Darnold. Are I'm like not trying to push right it. I'm there. trying to think if I would go anywhere lower than Kirk and Darnold. And Darnold Like you're looking like no, Daniel no, Jones yeah, territory. Although he's playing quite well. Anyways, for this game, Browns Chargers. I think it's a toss up. I think that the Browns defense will, will have problems for the Chargers, but the Chargers are a good football team. I'm excited to see what they do. The real fun game is Sunday night football, Bills Chiefs. I've got Bills like potentially dominating this game. They might be for real, for real, like win 15 games, Jalen Evy, idiot, yeah, some idiot. That? But who would ever say that Jalen was regressing? I see this too. going one of two ways. Chiefs win the game. Other way, Bills win the game. I'm not seeing a tie on Sunday Night Football. The Chiefs' wow. defense is analysis. miserable. Made Jalen Hurts look like Lamar Jackson. Right now. That's, a, that's tough to do. The Bills' offense. Not really. 
More three. The Bills' offense is spectacular, and but I do think there's a little bit of recency bias to that. They blanked Miami and they blanked Houston, two of the worst franchises in the history of the league. And it's like you're getting Patrick Mahomes at home in a in a big game. The this Bills Chiefs game is a battle of maturity. And that's why the Bills are going to win this game. You think this, this game, is Jalen taking the step, getting over the hump? They just care about this game more. How many Chiefs, times so. is that going to happen, though? Like the Chiefs can't fall to two and three, can they? And then they sure just they reel off a bunch of wins after that. But they got to play the Chargers again. They got to in in LA, which you know how hard, hard it is to beat a team. But they got to play the Raiders twice. Denver could steal a game, like. The Chiefs need to they need to wake up. They need to wake up a little. And this no, they, they beat didn't. a good they football a team last football weekend. Team. That's exactly what we were talking about. Monday night football is no. is Ravens Colts. We just want to get it on everyone's radar because Game of the year. Monday's podcast, of the year. which will be the full breakdown and preview, will be one of the more special podcast episodes. So we're not gonna it's game of the game year game of the year for this podcast. Are you going? I am not going. Although I could. Uh, would you, I know you would probably fly. You'd probably fly to Latvia and then to Baltimore. If it, I don't know how I watch that game in person. Um, I guess I could easily go to that game. Maybe I fly. I would. I think I'd have. I'd wear <laughs> you a Ravens don't hate Wednesday that much. Yeah, you do. I do. But like, give me I a do. a. All right, if one to ten, one being puppies and stuff you hate, ten being Ben Simmons. I know. I love puppies. Like a one on the skip. Ten being Ben Simmons, I assume. Like there's not, there can't be anything worse than Ben Simmons. No. Oh, I hate Wentz more than Simmons. That's terrible. Yeah, no, I do. Because of his face. His stupid fucking pimple, ginger beard, ugly face. And he's just such a fake coward. Like, at least Ben is just putting his, like, like, he's not saying shit, but, like, he doesn't give a fuck. Carson was, like, pretending to care and then just being a little bitch and going out and literally looking like the worst quarterback in NFL history. I've said this to a ton of people. Like, Ben Simmons could win it. Ben Simmons could go to a new team and shoot 35% from three on three three three-pointer attempts a game. I'll still hate Wentz more than him. Also, it's just a lot more fun to hate on Wentz because. But you've never hated on Ben. Like so. Think about think about everything that we have said about Ben Simmons, and then go watch Game Seven, and it's like he is. That's fun. Right. Also, for as big as Eagles fans in general were on Wentz. I I was that much more big on and I was in on Wentz too after the MVP year or lack thereof the Russell Wilson MVP year. Um I was that much more convinced that Ben Simmons was truly <laughs> truly LeBron James. Lefty LeBron. Like I Jack right before COVID as as early as then I literally have had this conversation with someone at work who we, we talked about it the other day. He legitimately asked, "All right, you have to trade Ben or Joel." No, you were very, yeah, Jack, you were very. The word Joel came that. out of my mouth ma- instantly. Like sometimes you got to admit you're wrong. I was wrong, but 
now I don't definitely don't want to trade Ben, but no, I'll always, always, always. But the irony is, hate Carson once you more. won a Super Bowl with him on the roster. However, you want to look at it, I don't give a fuck. Nick Foles won that Super Bowl. Eagleson, we've missed him. This will be look. It's tough for you in the football world right now, Abe, because Penn State's gonna lose. Speaking of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz's son. What's up, Eagleson? He diced you guys up. Like, he looked good against the Dolphins. Should the Ow. all right? Give me the scouting report. Should the Ravens be worried? <laughs> no, like the Dolphins are terrible. Yeah, there's nothing to worry about. There it is. There wow, it you is. You can see the blonde hair coming in. Every like yeah. Well, that's. There's no blonde hair to come in because the the Eagles are equally terrible. And this will be a fight to the yeah. death <laughs> of who gets the five wins. It's going to be magical. I I am the Ravens are 3 and 1 and I might be safe. Like that's how bad your two teams are. I like we could tie. That's how bad. I think we're better. I don't know. Like Bitch. I no, I'm not even going to say that. Like when you lose to Wentz I can officially sit here and say my team's better. I don't care. I literally don't care if we lose 45 to nothing to Sam Darnold. The fact that, and this is why I'm so excited for Monday night. The Ravens win Monday night. Jack comes all hype, 4-1, maybe the top of the division. They're back after starting 0-1 in a bad opening night. Congrats, you beat Wentz. You lose to Wentz. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Stick that ball of hot dog buns just so far up my ass. I don't even care. If the Ravens lose to Carson Wentz on Monday. I, see, I don't really give a shit about the Dolphins doing it just because I've said from the – I know Tua didn't play. But how trash you guys are, how trash Tua is. I said it before he was a Dolphin. So it's not it's not a you thing that I'm out on Tua. It helps, for sure. Yeah. But I've been saying that Tua was going to be awful. Now he just has the Wentz injury-prone tag, which is mwah, beautiful. But your two teams back-to-back weeks playing Wentz, I'm a kidding candy <laughs> over here. Eagleson, so you're you're done, right? The season's toast. Mm, see, it was after the game and for a few days after the game, and everything was just super negative. You know, usually when your team loses, there's some people on Twitter, like, if you're a true fan, you know, like, this is all right. But there was none of that. Everything was just, this team sucks. I hate everything. But then today, of course, there's the little glimmer of hope. Okay, what if Tua comes back from this injury? And they win a few games. Like, <laughs> glimmer. Wait, what glimmer? I know. What, you better hope not. This is the biggest misconception <laughs> potentially in NFL history is Dolphins fans equating wins to Tua being the starting quarterback. Well, it's not Jacoby. He He's not good either. Don't be fooled. Multiple... He is not good either. I, no one would be fooled by Jacoby. That Bissette. is why we are saying your organization <laughs> is dog shit and has been. Since Bill Clinton was in office <laughs> in the United States, and Trudeau, whatever the fuck his name yeah, is, was only on his first term. His first, his first, <laughs> or his, or when his dad zero. was prime minister. Oh, Trudeau's got a the, the Trudeau family's a legacy. Yeah, his dad was prime minister for the longest time. Yeah, and the Dolphins haven't made the <laughs> played in the playoffs for the longest time. Like, if they, if the Dolphins didn't play in Miami, they would be a number one fake franchise. 
If they were in like, if they I don't were know, the Carolina, that... if if they were the Carolina Dolphins, that's a fake franchise. <laughs> with the amount of right. lack of success they've had, like fake franchise has to do with geography. Absolutely, as much Detroit, like Detroit, Orlando, Cleveland, Sacramento. Orlando. Just like the fact that you have South Beach to hold on to, <laughs> and you're not even from there, which is is why you can't necessarily be called a fake franchise. But if you become the Fort Lauderdale Dolphins, <laughs> oh my God, that's the fakest franchise in humans. I can't even argue with you. Like, like if a hurricane comes and you guys have to, to play Fort in Naples, Florida, and you're the Naples Dolphins for a week, woo, slap it on them. <laughs> I yeah I I, uh, I I can't argue with you the like it was I mean I was demoralized before but that was just sad especially the way it happened too and to yeah, when a realize, Paul quarterback yeah, Flores is a coward too it's bad yeah it's no bad. I was like I was I cannot, surprised like a lot of his like he won't go for it on fourth down like they're kicking yeah. field goals I'm yeah so that's that was my bad. boy Orlovsky says that. The Dolphins, when he watches them, it looks like they pick plays out of a hat. Yeah, like, there's no rhyme. Or it's it's to this them. dual They're offensive coordinator thing. It's so stupid. A dual offensive. We have two offensive coordinators. So do the Ravens on fourth down in big games. <laughs> so, Harbaugh doesn't call the plays. Yeah, except except um, our dual offensive coordinators throw a screen pass in our own end zone. So. <laughs> You gotta keep, you know, keep people guessing. Maybe they, no, that may, so, you know, so good OCs set up plays for later in the season. What could that become? Could it I be a, turn into a fumble six in the future? Like you never know. Maybe a slant. Maybe a slant. You just never know. Shout At least they Will traded Fuller. Jakeem Grant, right? Yeah. He, got yeah, a six Dean for told, that loser. He told me that was, they got a six round pick for him. Yeah. Same as Stephon Gilmore. Gilmore and Jakeem Grant. Yeah, worth the that's, same. That's pretty. That's pretty big time. Well, uh, yeah. Thursday night, November twelfth, I think is the date when I travel down to Miami oh, for Ravens. It might be the greatest weekend of my life. I'm going to just chill, feet up on the seats because there'll be no one in the stands. We're going to roll the Dolphins for like the 19th straight <laughs> time. I'm going to spend a beautiful weekend in Miami, Florida. It's going to be spectacular. I cannot wait. Eagleson, final thoughts. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that at all. Yeah. Abe? Fuck Ben Simmons. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.